Welcome to the Morning Skate. It's your host, Brownie, here. I'm without my co-host, Ked. But for another special Northeastern edition, I am joined by the 2018 Rookie of the Year in Hockey East, a two-time first-team All-American, a four-time Hockey East All-Star, two-time Hockey East Scoring Champ, two-time Hockey East Player of the Year, two-time Hockey East Tournament MVP, four-time Patty Kazmaier top 10 finalist and a top three in 2020, the all-time assist record holder for Northeastern with 148 and counting, uh, all-times points leader in Hockey East play, a three-time Olympian for Switzerland, the captain of the Northeastern Huskies with an all-time collegiate stat line of 89-148-237 in 150 games played, which for all you math majors out there works out to 1.58 points per game. Ladies and gentlemen, Alina Mueller, how are you? Thank you for having me. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. That was, uh, I told you that was a laundry list of accomplishments, man. That is something that is, I mean, you, it's unbelievable. And, and how nice you are to everybody. No big head about you. It's amazing to me. Oh uh, yeah, I, I haven't heard all of them at at once yet. So the, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> on a on a personal note, thanks. I do I do want to say my daughter, a six year old, last year she was five. She was at a game with me, and we were waiting for Coach Carp. And you just happened to be walking by on your way back from a interview, and she kind of smiled at you, and you stopped and gave her a fist bump, and you didn't know her, you didn't know me, and it was just such a nice gesture, and she wanted to come down, she's upstairs, she wanted to come downstairs, but she got shy at the last minute, she was going to come say hi to you, but she well, got I shy. Hope, I hope I will meet her again at, at the future game. Um, yeah, hopefully, nice. hopefully, she loves going. Uh, all right, so let's get into it. Uh, so you grew up in Wichita, Switzerland, did I say that right? Exactly. Nice. Uh, so, again, speaking of my daughter, she basically runs my TikTok. My TikTok is all stuff she likes. And I got to tell you, Switzerland might be one of the most beautiful countries on the, play- on the planet Earth. It is gorgeous. Yeah, I'm pretty lucky, definitely, um, to be born in Switzerland and, and raised there at the pretty nice area with my parents um, and my older brother. So yeah, I'm I'm very proud of of Switzerland and where, everywhere I go. Um, if I say I'm, yeah, I'm Swiss. Um, people are really excited and, and want to know more. Um, so I'm I'm proud. Yeah. Uh, so you you I know your older brother played, and we'll get to that. And how how did you get your start? Was it was it through him? Your start in hockey? I mean. Um, no, actually, he started because of me. Um, oh, really? I, I started first. Um, yeah, we, we grew up close to a hockey rink um, in my hometown. And we just, my dad brought my brother and, and me skating a lot, just like pond hockey style, uh, open skate. And then one day the, the youth team had practice um, after the open skate. And I saw, yeah, these kids with the, the gear the goalie with the gear the sticks and pucks and, and I said I want to I want to join them I want to be part of that of that team that game and so the next day yeah my my dad said okay let, let's try next day um I, I joined my home club team Ehat Winter Tour and um yeah about a week later my brother was like oh she has so much fun doing it why <laughs> why not um and then he joined too. We never played together because he's three years older. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we played in the same same clubs growing up, and and that's pretty cool. Not to sell your brother short, Mirko, uh, defenseman in the NHL. Uh, not not like it's some beer leaguer like me. He's a legit player as well. Um, is your so your dad was the main influence in terms of getting you going? You would say. Um. Yeah. My. No, no, nobody of my parents uh, were into hockey, really. Um, my dad played soccer. My mom played handball. It's a common sport in, in yep. Europe. And um, they just, yeah, are both very athletic and they let us try um, a lot of a lot of sports. And we, we both played soccer and handball, Mirka and I. Um, yeah, we, we participated in a lot of um, physical activities. And yeah, my dad just new skating as well. And so we started, but uh, my family didn't come from hockey at all. 
I, you, so you said soccer and handball. I saw in your bio, uh, it says you're a big wakeboarder. Yes, that, that started later. Um, well, we have a lake in Zurich. It's pretty close by our house, but um, we, we don't own a boat or there's no linear station to wakeboarding. So, um, yeah, about eight years ago, I was able to, to join a family on vacation, family, friends, and they, they have a boat and um, on Lake Como, like by Italy. We, yep. um, we went there almost every year during the summer and I discovered um, the water sports and, and I love it. And since then, uh, whenever I get the opportunity, I love to do wakeboarding. Nice, nice. Uh, did you see a lot of hockey growing up? Were you able to see NHL games? Or was it uh, the Swedish League? Which, what did you get to see more? Um, when I grew up, it was honestly my hometown team. It was um, third league in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And they were like the biggest guys and biggest idols for us growing up. And I thought it's these are the best players in the world. And then once I realized that it's only the third league, I started watching um, the first league in Switzerland. Um, really good level of hockey. A lot of imports, a lot of young players mixed with with veterans, older players. Uh, so it's pretty pretty cool league to watch. And and then once my brother um, got really good at hockey and then moved to the U.S., I started following the NHL. Obviously, with the time difference, it's not that easy to watch right. the NHL games. But I'm on the weekends uh, with the early games. Um, we could watch and follow the NHL. And since I'm in the U.S., I, I watch NHL almost every night. Um, I, I love watching them play and see how creative these uh, players are. Do you have a favorite team that you follow? Uh, yeah, I usually um, just follow certain players that I mm-hmm. really like. Um, and I'm really into the Swiss players that are in the league. Um, follow Roman Yossi yep. with Nashville. Um, and then other than that, Nathan McKinnon is one of my favorite players. So I watch the Avalanche uh, a lot. Uh, and the Bruins yep. um, are doing so well this year. So it's fun to, to follow them. It's funny that you mentioned Nate McKinnon. Uh, when Coach Carp and I were talking, <clears throat> one of the things I always do in these interviews is I always compare like uh, – you guys on the team to like a current NHL or to kind of people who don't get to see your games to kind of equate it. And Carp and I decided Nate McKinnon is your comp. Not, not bad. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> not bad at all, but I, I, I wouldn't agree. Um, <laughs> he also said that you would say that you wouldn't agree. He predicted that <laughs> just, to, just to let you know. Um, all right. So back to Switzerland for a sec. So Switzerland lists four, uh, languages as their national languages, uh, German, French, Italian, and Romanish. Do you speak besides English? How many languages do you speak? Yeah. Or, um, or understand, I should say, not maybe not speak. Yeah. So at home, we speak Swiss German. That's like a dialect of German. Okay. Um, so we, we, in school, we speak German. So what we speak in Germany, um, and so, for example, the Germans can't understand us, but we can understand the Germans. Gotcha. Um, so it's Swiss German, German. And then, yeah, I learned French um, at school and Italian at school as well. Um, but no Romance. Um, that's, oh, okay. that's pretty much dying out, unfortunately, and only uh, um, yeah, part of Switzerland that is from there. The older people still speak it, but it's not um, not very not really practiced anymore. Um, but yeah, it's basically Italian, French, English, and German. You and Chloe ever speak in French during a PK? If you want to say what you're going to do without the other team catching on, <laughs> that's a good idea. But um, no, but we used to um, if we didn't know the English word uh, yeah. at the beginning, we would try to find the French word, and yeah, we usually. One or the other, we, we, we came up with. Oh, that's pretty funny. Uh, this is a random question, but I, it popped in my head when we were talking about your languages. What language do you dream in? Yeah, it's a very interesting question. Um, I started dreaming in English since about a year now. And that I think I, I learned that pretty much means that you are 
fluent in a language if you start dreaming in that oh, language. Yeah. But um, before that, I would um, always dream in German. Uh, but now if I dream um, with people involved that are English speaking, I dream in English. And if it's people involved German speaking, it's German. If you stubbed your toe and you were like, damn it, what language would that be? <laughs> uh, probably a mixture. <laughs> depending on where it is or what it is um yeah make sure right, fair enough uh well let's go back to your to uh growing up in switzerland and getting into the international play uh the youngest player to score an olympic goal in hockey you own that uh how old were you exactly because i've seen 13 14 and 15 in my research uh, I was 15 years old. You were 15, old. okay. Um, yeah, turning some 16. Had all different type, all different uh, information. Yeah, it was in February 2014. Turned, uh, I was 15 years old and turned 16 like a month after the tournament. Gotcha. Okay. And you played for the Zurich Lions uh, and then the Swiss national team. You were the MVP also in 2017-18 uh, and tied for most goals scored by a woman hockey player in an Olympic game with four. I mean, 16 years, 15 going on 16, you were playing in the Olympics. I was probably trying to figure out how to get my license. It's amazing the way that U.S. kids are like coddled almost versus the Europe, how they're like, oh, you're an adult. You can go play. What do you remember about that first Olympic experience? I don't remember too much, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it was a crazy experience. Obviously, topping it off with winning a bronze medal was yeah. unreal. And, um, yeah, I vividly remember the, the bronze medal game against Sweden, how we came back from a 2-0, um, from trailing 2-0. Um, that was pretty cool. And I also vividly remember the bronze medal ceremony. There's a fun fact. I almost missed it or, or was late for it because uh, I got picked for um, the doping control. Oh, the test. Um, yeah, doping testing. And I couldn't pee right after the game. <laughs> and I was so excited. And I, there was no water uh, left in in my body. So I it took me like two hours to finally. Really? Yes. Um, and I almost, so I, I kind of missed the whole party in the locker room. Um, <laughs> it was so annoying. But um then I was luckily on time for the ceremony on the ice. Um, yeah, that was that was really cool. And um, a highlight for me, too, was for the first time, like seeing these NHL players in in real life, like uh, passing them in the dining hall. Uh, I remember taking a picture with Sidney Crosby. Oh, wow. Um, Alexander Ovechkin was there in his home home country. Everybody right, obviously right. wanted something from him and. Um, so after a couple of days, he stopped coming to the dining hall because uh, it was just every cook, every helper, every every player wanted something from him. And I think, yeah, understandably, it was a little too much. And he started eating somewhere else. That's the downside of being that famous, I'd imagine, you know, is is not being able to have a moment's peace. Um, when they were waiting on you to pee, they were all just you can't like go off you they have to be with you right so it's a number of people just staring at this 15 year old girl going you ready to pee yet i mean no wonder you couldn't yeah exactly <laughs> and, and um since i was under underage still the doctor had to stay with me too so i felt oh. really bad for him he missed the whole party too it was just oh. sitting next to me waiting until i was able to to go pee oh, so yeah um and then in south korea in 2018 you guys were out of the medals, but you uh, ten points in six games. I mean, you had yourself quite the Olympics there. Not, 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 not nothing to sneeze at, right? Yeah, we did pretty well. Um, you have to put that in perspective because um, there's two groups in women's hockey: a stronger yeah. one and the weaker one. And so, top one, top five in, in the world, and then top six to ten in the world and we were I think number six so we were in the second group so yeah we played unified uh, Korea we played Japan we played Sweden 
um i don't remember and then somebody else so obviously it's a little easier scoring against these teams than if we played usa canada finland so i think yeah it was in my favor that that we played them the weaker teams but we did really well as a team um unfortunately lost in the quarterfinals um but yeah it was it was a really cool experience um for myself and um yeah being able to put my name out there as a european was cool and then to come back to Beijing, you guys took fourth, and now you're like just like at Northeastern, you're evolving from the young, fresh-eyed rookie to not not an older player, but a, definitely a veteran who's had the experience, who's kind of mentoring some of the younger players. I would imagine. Yes, um, in general, we have a really young team. Um, again, similar to to here at the university, um, really young team too, and um, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, trying to improve what I can do, trying to work on, on, on myself, but then also um, kind of teaching other players, helping them, sharing my experience. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I learn every day from them. They learn every day from me, and um, it has been, has been great in the national team and here in Boston. Yeah, actually, uh, that you said that, I, I reached out. I'd interviewed Taze Thompson a, a while back, and I reached out to her to – I was like, hey, you got any good stories about Alina that you can share with me? Um, and she didn't, unfortunately. But <laughs> she did say how much she appreciates. Because I wanted her perspective as someone who's coming in now who didn't, you know, kind of she's new to the program and what she learned and, you know, picked up from you. And she just said how great a mentor you are and that she sits next to you and she watches you and your routine and how how much you have everything planned out. And she's just I think she's got a little bit of a pen and pencil and she's taking notes on what you do so oh it's nice Pass that is on. nice thank yeah. you yeah she's a, she's a great kid um yeah we we love that she that she came and joined our team um she's a sunshine and and so positive and um yeah great skilled player on the ice too and um yeah i love having her as my stall body and um <laughs> it's good that i that she can can learn something from me i can learn something from her too um in the olympics uh so i mean you're talking sochi south korea beijing was there did you get a chance to get out and see any of the country or was it more at some or less at others yeah it was honestly not great in all of them because every time during that period in that country a war or some something was unrest. something was going on um yeah we couldn't leave the olympic village in sochi we couldn't um really leave the the place in 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 south korea because of north and south korea yeah. and and all that and then we and obviously there was covid in beijing right and we right. were literally in a bubble COVID, right yeah um so i am really praying that i can be able to go to Milan 2026, have my family there the first time, being able to just interact normally with the fans, with the people. That would be my biggest dream because that's something I haven't had. I was going to ask you about 2026. That's in your in your sights on the dream board? Yes, a big dream, a big goal. Um, as I said, it would be really close to Switzerland, close to yeah, to my family, and it would be the first time my parents could come watch me oh, play in great. the Olympics. Um, so that would be a dream come true for sure. Um, your Olympic medal, how heavy is it? Really heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, really heavy. Um, it's at it's at home. Um, and yeah, my parents take good care of it, and um, yeah, I'm I'm really proud of it. But it it, it sounds weird, maybe, but once. I don't know. After a year, it's the memories that count and just the, the experience and not really the medal any anymore. Um so yeah, I haven't touched it in years. So, so you're not you're not wearing it to the grocery store? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which no. would be pretty funny, maybe. Uh for your next video that you guys make, you can wear it, you can wear the the medal, maybe. <laughs> uh also, speaking of the of the Swiss team, you have some local ties, like we talked about. Um, Andrea Brandley, is that how you say her last name? Yes. The goalie for BU, who you got one pass last night in the first round of the Bean Pot. You got 
Laura Zimmerman, St. Cloud, and then um, oh, this one of Evelina Rosselli, who's playing for the Pride. Did I say her not name anymore? Right? She played oh, for she's... the Pride last season. Oh, last season. She's done now. But so it, nice to get to see some of your countrymen here, yeah, competing against them or just being able to reach out, you know. Yes, um, it's amazing. It uh, I've said it before, but it also uh, fills me with a lot of pride. Um, we we don't have a lot of female hockey players in Switzerland, and seeing that we have quite an amount of them playing at the highest level in the U.S., uh, competing with the best players, um, it's great. It's gonna um, develop our our hockey in Switzerland, makes the national team better, um, and yeah, it's nice to sometimes talk. Talk Swiss German when when you play each other or, or just call or um, yeah, there's a sense of connection for sure, and um, we share our our um, experiences um, to make it smooth and maybe help each other out in school or paperwork too um, for people that have been in the league for longer. Um, definitely, definitely helps. All right, so it's perfect transition to Northeastern. Uh, how'd you pick Northeastern? Were you talking to any other schools? Were you considering staying in Switzerland? Yeah, I actually wasn't um, deciding on playing college hockey until very late. Um, maybe like the second to last year in high school um, in Switzerland. Um, but I've played on the national team for a longer time already than and probably like four years. And uh, the coaches, NCAA coaches come to international uh, mm -hmm. events and recruit people. And um, Northeastern was one of the first teams that, that reached out uh, or showed interest. Um, I had a couple more schools that um, really wanted me. Um, I visited um, Ohio, BU, mm -hmm and Northeastern, um, and I was in contact with some, um, maybe North Dakota, Minnesota, Duluth. Um, yeah, so I, I really had no idea um, how to decide. Uh, and then, uh, luckily, Julia Martin, Florence Schelling were my teammates with the Swiss national team. They both played at Northeastern, and I liked them a lot. They're similar um to me in, in work ethic professionalism and just the mindset and i knew if they like it here i would like it too and and they praised it they said it was it was just amazing um and then when i visited here meeting the coaches the staff um yeah the whole the whole school um it just felt right um i think i would have been happy in, in any school but um it was the best decision of my life coming here and yeah, I can't, I can't believe that I can be here um, five years and, and, uh, and trying to enjoy every day. Yeah. It, uh, Carp told me, coach Carp said that usually when like a recruit decides to pick their school, it's like, uh, they put up like a social media post and there's all kinds of hubaloo. And he said, you, you emailed them like a week ahead of time. Like, Hey, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I didn't know how how it works. I, right. I, I had no right. idea. Yeah, yeah I, I had no friends at the same age that, that recently did it. Um, I mean, Laura Stalder was playing at Duluth maybe at the time I, I committed. Um, but I thought, I mean, we were in contact via email and, and, <laughs> no, and like Zoom. Fine. So I was like, okay, let's, I don't know, <laughs> keep going the, the email um, conversation. And I, yeah, let them know that I want to be part of their team <laughs> no it's great it just speaks to your the way you are in terms of humbleness he, he said he still has the email he has it saved so that's pretty nice <laughs> that's pretty good uh so you never talked to you and chloe aurora never spoke ahead of time like hey if you come we could kill penalties together we'll be on a line together none of those no planning ahead of time a little um she definitely committed before i did mm -hmm. and during the the process, the communication with the coaches, they let me know that Chloe Rard would be my grade that she committed. And that made a huge impact too, because I played her um, team France against team Switzerland under 18s even. And I knew she was a really fast, skilled and great hockey player. 
um, and I knew if I can play with her, that would be really cool. Um, so definitely was a huge impact. But we knew each other, but we didn't really talk before coming here. But then we were roommates um, my freshman year, and we have been roommates since. She must have been a pain in the rear end to play against. Good Lord. You can see her from the press box. And obviously, I don't know her like you do, right? But from the press box, you can see her eyebrows when she gets mad out there. And it's just like, oh, boy, someone better get in between her and whoever else is out there. She, yeah, uh, I definitely prefer playing with her. Uh, I agree with that. But she came a really long way. Uh, under 18, she had so many penalties, and, and, <laughs> and she knows it. We laugh about it, uh, like, every day almost. And <laughs> she, she came such a long way, and, yeah, now she's um, doing amazing and has her emotions in check almost all the time. That's player of the month, Chloe Rod, right there. Yes. I uh, wanted to ask you about any significance to wearing number 11. Because I noticed you were 25 internationally. Is there is there something with those numbers or? Um, there's a meaning with number 25. Uh, my my brother's number was 25. Um, when he when he played in WHL um, in Everett um, when he left Switzerland and um, lived his dream playing um, the CHL in the US. Um, so he was number 25. And then my first ever camp with the national swiss national team i was given number 25 without oh, wow. without um choosing it and yeah and i said okay i'm gonna keep this um for the national team for sure and for number 11 in my hometown heroes at that time when i was really young the best players were wearing number 10 and 11 um so i followed them and yeah, it's no. There's not really a meaning. I I like the number in general, uh, how it looks, and yeah, yeah I've been number eleven, um, whenever I can be number eleven. Uh, do you have any pregame superstitions that you want to share? I or habits. Don't... I know a lot of people say, "Oh, I'm not superstitious," but I like to do these things the same thing every time. <laughs> um. Yeah, I would say I am superstitious, but my um it's just my routine um is the same before every game um and especially the timing and for example like how much before puck drop i i want to eat the biggest meal or um just just stuff like that for preparation that is should be the same every time um but i'm not like I'm still functioning if, if, if that's not happening. Um, so I don't really try to, to have to do something the same way every time. So you came in as a freshman rookie of the year, freshman star, and now you're that senior, oh, grad student captain that everyone looks up to, you know, the international sensation. You know, I know you don't like to say that, but so that growth over the last five years at Northeastern, uh, could you speak to that? What, what it's been like in terms of how you're having to deal with people like me, media, diff, dealing with the stuff at the fans, everyone wants to talk, uh, autograph, a picture. Yeah, I think you just grow with it. Um, if if you would have told me my freshman year, my, my grad student year would look like that, I would probably have been scared or um, I, I would not have known that I could manage uh, all of that. Um, but you just, yeah, you grow with the experience um, and there's so many people here that, that help us out um, that care about um, our personality first and the player second. And um, yeah, I was lucky that I have a great environment in Switzerland and here in Boston Um just great friends and people supporting me. Yeah, I just always try to prioritize my health, my mental health before everything else. And so far, it worked out really well. Um, and there's always great role models on previous teams and um, just everywhere, uh, every day. And I just learn, try to learn from them and see how they are doing it and try it out, see, it work, see if it works. And yeah, that's how it is has been going 
So when I talked, when I talked to coach Carp, I asked him for some words that would describe you. And he said, hardworking, great. Cause it's, he feel like it's an underused word. He's like, she's great and humble. And another, another word we, we talked about was integrity, like doing the right thing when it doesn't benefit you, you know, this leads me to my question for you about giving the Hockey East Award to Maureen Murphy, which he told me you were not going to want to talk about. So that was my way of kind of softening it. So for those that don't know, you got awarded the MVP of the tourney and you thought Murph deserved it. And that's your right, you know, is your award. What what was the mindset? What, what went through your mind? And, and she had no idea, yeah? No, yeah, she didn't. I had no idea either until that very moment. <laughs> um, yeah, I I was gone for four weeks for the Olympics, mm-hmm. came back, and the playoffs started. And while I was gone, other people had to step up um, and fill my fill my role, um, keep the team together. And they did a great job. And, and, and Murph had, I think, three hat-tricks in four games yeah. right before um, the Hockey East Championship. And then, yeah, even in the Hockey East Series, um, yeah, we played together. She played great. And I don't know, just because I had maybe one goal more than, than her in that in that game, they awarded me with, with the uh, MVP. And I just... It just didn't feel right at all um, because, yeah, she was why we we made it there, or or yeah, she did it on her own, did it on her own, and um, it just it was just intuitively intuitively um, that I felt like she deserved it more, and I didn't think that it was such a big deal but because it was on camera and then everybody yeah. saw it uh, if it wasn't on camera nobody would have even heard about it and <laughs> that would have been better but yeah I, it was not a big deal at all for me or for her and um just thought it was the right thing i think it's so i think if you look back on it maybe when everything's all said and done it's one of those moments that stands out like even to me that's a that's a galvanizing moment it's a very significant moment that shows how close you guys all are and how everyone supports each other and how much you guys want to see each other succeed which is in team sports that's not from from the pros to little kids to beer league to college it's not that's not a common theme so i think it's a very special group that you guys have yeah, I can agree with that. I'm really lucky with the, with the group we have. Um, all great kids. Um, I think it also an advantage. We still are in the transition in women's hockey where you can't make money from playing hockey. And we just look at the sport in a different way than men's hockey or, or uh, male college players. They have to look out for themselves. They have to try to... to um, get a future out of it, um, get some, get a pro contract after college. And, and for us, um, this is the biggest thing in our lives. And, um, we just, yeah, we would not want to, um, destroy it, um, with being selfish or just care about, um, your own awards. Um, it's, yeah, it's just great to have an amazing time with such a great group of girls. And, um, yeah, that's what I value. I, I will say I was at uh, one of your practices and the way you guys hoot and holler after everyone scores in like a two on one drill or stuff. It's just amazing how happy you all are for each other in practice. So, it you know, and during the games, for those that haven't gone to a Northeastern women's game, I'm telling you right now, pound for pound, this is the best hockey entertainment for your dollar in Boston. You're at the one of the best rinks on the in the planet. And it's, I think, $10 to get in and it's great hockey. And they, you guys are dancing on the bench, you know, uh, Lily Jovetic a few games ago waved to the Jumbotron during a change. I mean, it's just, it's just great. It's a great atmosphere. And for kids, for adults, I mean, the, the team play you guys have, and it's, it's very, very evident to everyone there how much you guys support and care each other, care for each other. I think that's a tribute to you and the leadership group, not just you, you know, everyone, you know, and the coaches to the leadership group. Um, 
All right. So I want to ask you about another another big thing that you did. Uh, you had a starring role in a uh, in a film, uh, Alina Mueller's Day Off. <laughs> yeah, probably my first and last movie ever. <laughs> so Katie Knoll told me that you had no idea what the movie was. You had never seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, no, I I didn't know what it was, and then <laughs> and you week... thought he was being mean to Cameron. She told me. Yes, a week <laughs> later, so they told me about it, so I can like kind of play the role yeah. right in the right way. And then a couple of days after filming it, I watched it with my roommates um, here, and um, yeah, I I thought he was kind of mean, and <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't super happy that I played um, his role, uh, but the movie was funny. Yeah, it was no, that was it was a lot of fun watching that. Um, and I also this is all the the dirt I could get on you. Uh, you're big. Uh, you have a big sweet tooth. Yes, I, I, I was told you have like an elf diet if you had your wish. Right, all all sugar stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you went? So you went. You did your version of Dry January. You did a no sweet January. How was that? Yes, uh, it was actually pretty easy. Um, oh, all right. I didn't. I didn't think I could do it. Yeah, because for for years now, um, sweets are just part of of every my everyday um, meals. Um, and my roommate Megan Carter and I um, were like, "Let's do it for the for the month of January." Let's try it out. I want to. I want to see how I feel, and yeah, I honestly didn't feel a big difference. I. It's cool that I that we did it. Um. Uh, but I will keep eating sweets. <laughs> yeah, Carp said you guys went out for like team ice cream, and you were like, "Oh well, I guess I'm not having any." <laughs> yes, after um after road days, if we sweep the team, um they let us stop on the way home um, nice. to get ice cream. Um, nice. So that was after Vermont, I think. Okay. Uh, and, and he also told me that you, uh, uh, coach Berman came back with, uh, some overseas chocolate and you, you big timed her a little bit. <laughs> yeah. She offered me Swedish chocolate and I was like, coach Berman, I, I can't do that. I'm, I'm Swiss. I either eat Swiss chocolate or not, no chocolate at all. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, she- so for those that are listening at home, that's the extent of the dirt I could get on Alina Mueller. <laughs> so that was it. And I was trying. I was trying to find some some d- dirt on you, and I couldn't get anything. Um, all right, so I got some for you now. These are like uh, like lightning round, like about the team and then about yourself. All right? Uh, so the big thing, right, with you guys is they do the game day fits. You guys are all walking in, and you're, you know – all dressed up and everything. In your opinion, who's the biggest fashion plate on the team? Definitely Lily Braces. Um, all right. Freshman. She she joined the team this year. And um, yeah, every game day, we're all super curious and excited about what she's wearing. Um, yeah, she's a good style and uh, she's not scared at all or um, embarrassed to wear whatever she wants to wear. And, and she looks, she can pop off everything. She looks good in, in anything. I refer to her in my write-ups as a nail gun. She is, she's like the, sometimes the spare forward and she plays like two shifts a period, but she makes an impact every time she's out there. She reminds me a little bit of uh, Tessa Ward. Yes, I agree. And she's deceptively fast. Um, She can skate really hard. Um, She's strong, strong on the puck, good shot. Um, Yeah, she definitely makes count of every shift she gets. And um, yeah, in the future years, she will have a lot of ice time and, and she will she will go her way. Uh, speaking of Tessa Ward, who's the biggest uh, chirper out there on the ice? Biggest chirper. Uh, you don't really have anybody. Um, maybe I would honestly say Gwen. Gwyneth Phillips in that. Oh, yeah? Um, she has, she has some good chirps and maybe in front of the net, there's scrum. She, she can say one thing or the other. Um, but we don't have any players really that do it. That's good. I love asking you guys these questions because everybody gives different answers based on your perspectives. It's great. Uh, is there someone like in a tense moment, is there someone that always can kind of crack a joke or make everybody laugh to kind of break the tension? 
Yeah, we have a couple of those. Um, I would say Kate Holmes. She's always really relaxed. Um, can make the team laugh. Um, yeah, I would. I would say hers. Yeah, her. Okay. Uh, who do you hate going against in drills during practice? If you're like, ugh, like I can't take this drill off. Who? Not that you would, but who? Who, who do you hate going against? Um, maybe Tori. Mariano. Oh, Mariano. She had a great um, game last night. Yeah, she did. It's not that I hate going against her, no, I but know what I, you mean. Yeah. I will always, I will have a bruise after <laughs> every time I go against her. She plays really hard, plays the right way, um, but really hard um, in, in practice too. So um, I don't, I just, I prefer if they leave me alone. <laughs> um, and again, your opinion, and you can say yourself, who's got the, uh, who's got the silkiest mitts? Who's got the best dangles? Not myself. <laughs> um, Peyton Anderson um, is really good um, with her stick. Uh, yeah, sometimes in practice she she makes the goalies look really silly and 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 players too. So um, I would say her and and, and Murph, Murray Murphy as well. Yeah. Anderson had one last night. She pulled it between her own legs and then put it through the defense's legs. She missed the net, but I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, and I like, elbowed nice the guy school. next to me in the press box. And I was like, did you see? And he was a BU guy. And I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been a really nice school. Yeah, it was sick. Uh, all right. So one person on the squad, no matter the time and place, you have a breakdown in your car, you have a flat tire or something. Who would you call that you know will pick up and show up for you? Um, I think there is a couple, fortunately. Um, I would say Katie Knoll. She's one of my roommates as well. And yeah, she's just a very nice kid, very supportive. And she always uh, got my back. So I think she would, she would hurry to come and get me. Uh, uh, all right. So this one I added in just for you. Do you and Arord, every penalty kill, do you, are you guys like, we got this? Like, the shorthanded bids you guys get, I almost feel like with some teams, you guys should play four on five to make it a little closer. But do you are you looking to score every time? No, or not in the every. back of your head, at least, I mean? Not every time. Uh, but sometimes, I don't know, if the go- game's going well and we know maybe they're – the pointer on their power play is not the strongest skater on their team um, or just some weaknesses on their power play. We, we studied or something in film. Um, yeah. We, before the face off, I'm like, okay, let's attack or let's do this. If we get an opportunity, no need to just throw the puck away. We can um, make them pay. Uh, fair enough. You can do it in French. Um, <laughs> this is the last one about the team. If there's a loose puck in the corner, and I ask everybody this, and you and Coach Carp go in, who's coming out with the puck? Oh my god! <laughs> um, <laughs> in last practice, he almost fell when he tried to do something. So, um, I think if he doesn't trip on his own, he will be there. Uh, first, but um, or he will get the puck, get the puck out of the corner. Um, this just shows how nice you are. Everybody else is like, "Oh, I'd come out with the puck." <laughs> Frankel got mad. I said, "Carp told me he can't shoot on you," and she's like, "Oh, did he?" Like, I'm mad about it. And I was, <laughs> "You're just too nice." <laughs> All right, now I got a lightning round. This is for you. This is hockey and non-hockey. All mm-hmm. right, so laces and tongues in or out with your socks. In so like t- yeah, um, the shin pad over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who's your favorite cartoon character? Uh, Caillou. Caillou. I don't. You're younger than me. I don't know who Caillou is. I'm sure plenty of people think that's a great answer. I just don't know who it is. I'll look him up when we hang up. Um, besides Matthews Arena, 
What's your favorite and least favorite rinks that you play in? In the NCAA? You could say whatever. I mean, NCAA, more people will know. If you named your home rink in Switzerland, no one's going to know it. <laughs> um, I like playing at Providence. Okay. I like their rink. And my least favorite uh, might be Main. Oh, okay. Because of the ride or because of the rink? Probably both. <laughs> and because they put us in the locker room in the stands. We oh, have really? to walk with oh, the skates. That's when you walk out and then go down the stairs to the ice, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. Um, what's your go-to pizza topping? Um, Like a vegetarian one. Um, <laughs> Healthy athletes. Good Lord. <laughs> um, do you go black tape or white tape? No tape. Oh, you have no tape? Now I have some stickers that you can like stick on it. But um, I last season, yeah, I used to go no tape. All right. Well, then I was going to ask you heel to toe or toe to heel. So that doesn't matter with no tape. Yeah. Um, what's your guilty pleasure TV show or your most recent binge? Uh, I don't really watch... Um, no series I, I watch movies um but the last series i watched or oh, what's your last best movie you saw oh last best movie my girl is that what it's called my girl wait was that with with the the kid from uh home alone and she yes okay exactly. Oh my gosh you so that's your most recent that's like yeah years old <laughs> yes but i've never seen it and my yeah american friends told me like you have to watch it it's a classic so we did together my god that's like a sad weepy movie then you want to come out of there and go to bed like oh my yeah. goodness um uh the alarm tone what's your alarm tone on your phone um like a classic iphone I don't even know right now, but not that, duh, 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 not yeah. that one. <laughs> Just when, when you text, do you do like multi text or are you a paragraph texter? Both. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. All right. And this one is just for you. This is not normally in the lightning round. What's your favorite sweet? Uh, right now, the Ben and Cherry's milk and cookies flavor ice cream. Okay. Um, what current NHL player reminds you of your game? Like if you watch somebody and you're like, oh, that's kind of. Um, with the puck. I would say, or I would want it, um, yeah, yeah. Nikita Kucherov. Okay. But I don't like how he works without the puck. Fair. And he's not a center, uh, usually. So, um, without the puck, Jonathan. Without the puck, who you froze there? Jonathan Taves. Oh, Taves. Nice. Um, not hockey related. What's your favorite pastime? Um, strolling in the city of Boston. All right. Uh, just a couple more. If you, so you got awarded a music festival. Okay. You can have any three artists or bands living or dead. Who would you choose? Wow. I'm not into music either. So, um, let's see. Um, Sunrise Avenue doesn't, right. they don't really <laughs> exist anymore, but, um, Hey, it's your um, bring them back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Morgan Wallen. From okay. Country. My co-host is going to love that answer. He loves Morgan Wallen. <laughs> um, and maybe Aha. Uh -huh. 
Okay. Oh yeah, nice. Uh, and then the last one: Who's the most famous? Uh, who's the most famous person in your phone that you could reach out to? <laughs> you don't have to. I'm just asking who it is. Um, probably some professional hockey player. Um, or let's let's say Florence Shelley. Okay, all right. We uh, we asked Darius Kasparitis that same question, and he said some like real estate developer who I had no idea who he was. And I was like, okay, that's, you know, everybody's got a different answer. I think, uh, I think Katie said Aaron Frankel. And I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. I, that's yeah, that's, that's not, a good answer. She's too. Yeah. She's famous. Well, that's all I had for you. I, I, I wish you continued success. Uh, you know, and we look forward to watching, you know, the game against UConn and then the second half of the bean pot and, uh, hopefully a nice long run, uh, hosting at Matthews since you guys have already won your regular season six consecutive hockey East, right? I think five, five, this was yeah. six or five. Okay. Yeah. I think five, five Primed yeah. up nicely for the run. And, uh, you know, just, uh, we'll watch you. My daughter loves watching you play and I'll tell her to bring some Ben and Jerry's to the next game for you for afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me and hope to see you at the game soon. All right. And that's it for this edition of the morning skate. Another uh, Northeastern edition with uh, the Northeastern Huskies captain and three-time Olympian Alina Mueller. We'll talk to you soon.